Today, what was the top economic story of the last 12 months? Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Morning, Michael. Good morning, Adam Lang. Good morning, Michael. Okay, over the next five minutes, we are each going to put forward a big economic story from the last 12 months, and then we're going to decide whose story wins. Let's get into it. Sean, why don't you start us this morning? Sure. There's only been one really big global economic story, and that's what's happening to prices, what's happening to inflation. We've seen it rise. The big question is, has it been transitory because of reduced capacity from the pandemic? If that's the case, prices should come back down. They haven't done so yet. We thought all year, or at least the Reserve Bank and the central banks around the world kept telling us that it was transitory. But by the end of the year, we found the Federal Reserve come and saying, ah, maybe it's a little bit more permanent than we thought. Why do we care about this so much? Because that's what leads to higher interest rates. Now, a big part of this story is wages. If wages rise, that feeds through to inflation, which feeds through to interest rates. That is definitely happening in the US, less so in Australia. Financial markets, bonds, equities, gold, currencies, everything have been fixated on what's going to happen to global inflation and interest rates easily the biggest economic story of the year. Oh, as soon as you started talking, I had regret that I let you go first because (laughs) that is going to be a very hard story to beat. So it does feel like uh, Adam and I are now competing for silver and bronze. (laughs) Go for it, Michael. I want to hear yours. (laughs) I am still planning on doing a Bradbury here and taking this one out. Easily the biggest and most important economic story, I believe, in the last 12 months has been house prices. And I'll tell you why. The growth rate for house prices peaked in March at 2.8% nationally. That is a huge rise for just one month. Nationally, housing values have climbed by more than 20% in one year. That's the best in decades. Interest rates are low, property supply limited. There is a bit of a fear of missing out. Regulators have been talking about taking heat out and have already started with some measures. Economists are forecasting prices will slow and then drop in the next couple of years. Why is it the biggest? Because it affects every single one of us every day. If you own a house and the value's going up, you feel wealthier and you spend more. On the other hand, if you don't own a property and you want to get in, nothing would be more soul-destroying than seeing prices rise faster than you can possibly save a deposit. Everybody needs somewhere to sleep. And that's why house prices are the biggest economic story of the year. I've put a whole lot of extra mayo on that one in the hope that it will help me beat you there, Sean. But uh, now I, I like your argument. I've just one question. Why have house prices been so strong this year? What's the main reason? Oh, it's nothing to do with what you have said, Sean. It's, Low interest it's, rates. Adam, it, off we go. <laughs> okay. There's one that's even more important than both of those, inflation and house prices. And Just think about the very human impact if you have a job or you don't and the mental drain that can have on you. If you are unemployed, it is all pervasive, more so than inflation, more so than the price of your house. A third of people own their own house, a third of people have a mortgage and a third of people rent. So housing doesn't actually affect everyone and certainly not in the same way. But even in an economy smashed by COVID, our unemployment rate is in the fours and the fives during this year. And that's amazingly low in the context of history. 12.8 million Australians are still employed. And alongside La Nina, El Nino, crazy weather, farmers across the country are actually having a good season too. So 
in the metropolitan cities, in the regions, we're actually having a pretty good employment market in Australia. So we all know the stress that being short of cash can be, and it's all pervasive and it's horrible. If you haven't got a job, it can affect every part of your life. So the amazing employment market has to be the biggest economic story of the last 12 months. Adam, did you just raise the weather as well as an argument for why your story I think so. is I think the so. top story? Yeah, think about it. Farmers can employ people because they've got good crops. So essentially you're saying weather's involved. So basically you're saying God is on your side here for this this story. (laughs) Even so, even if that is the case, I think Sean's got this. He had it from the moment he started. Thank you very much, Michael. I'm happy about that. I won't be gracious as a winner in any way, shape or form. I have never known you to be gracious, Sean. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Michael. That's it for today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe so that you get the next episode automatically. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed.